You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of December 10th, 2017, episode 60. Six times 10. From the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Marseille. And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, this just in, pigs are flying, the sun rises from the west, and I'm actually considering signing up for Facebook. I'll explain in a bit. Plus, we'll share some ways to joyfully give back to some little Bellingham kiddos worthy of your generosity. Do you suffer from the holiday blahs and have an acute case of the Grinches? There's no need to punish yourself with over-the-counter medicine whose side effects may include malaise, depression, apathy, and a general feeling of meh. Ask your doctor about the Bellingham podcast. It starts right now. To relieve your belly ache, I go, doctor! <laughs> That's right. How's it going, AJ? Good, Chris. How are you doing? I'm so happy to be on the microphone with you today. The caffeine is slightly wearing off, but otherwise, I'm in good spirits. Oh, that's good. Despite uh, the doldrums of a potential holiday season, uh, news climate, society in general, you're looking at your wrist right now. What's going on? Well, well I was just making sure that this was the as time of this recording. It's So we have how many days until Christmas? Uh, let's see. 25 minus 7 is 18. I know math. 18 days till Christmas. I know all the math. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So as you just notice i uh, i'm still wearing my my uh snk 807 however i have tricked it out uh i alluded to this last show but uh a very bespoke leather strap i think is what i said on the last yes, episode bespoke uh i've been getting into watch uh, leather making and Good. specifically in watches it happens to be watch straps i'm happy that you're able to do something yeah so I, I've got I've got uh, a couple of prototypes I'm, I'm I've been working on and I kind of this whole project I've kind of dubbed the Kraken uh, because they're stamped with a leather stamp that looks like an octopus uh, hashtag Cascadian octopus uh, we should be saving them uh, there are endangered species hopefully somebody will get that joke anyway no I've got uh, I've got some some made in America in a, a, a leather that I've sourced out of I believe Tennessee I've been doing some different designs so this is a two piece that I, I made for the the SNK so that you can see the beautiful open watch back but uh, put some uh, very bright red stitching kind of like a to accent yeah Gonna give it that vintage feel, uh, and yeah, just a couple of different ones. I've got a, a, a single through single pass NATO that I've designed, and uh, uh, what I call the the Mistress Kraken for my for <laughs> yes, Mistress Kraken, <laughs> the Mistress the Mistress Kraken, which is uh, designed for my wife actually. Yes, I, I will refrain from any kind of punchline. <laughs> she does listen to the show, Chris. Yes, indeed. Um, but uh, yeah, that one's interesting because it's uh, something that you inspired me. Uh, you said that it would be nice to have like a watch strap that is so tailored that there is only one hole that fits you like a glove. Yes. And that's what I ended up doing for her. I made a, a studded um, where it has just a, a single post and a hole, and it's cut for her watch, specifically her vintage Timex, for her wrist. So um, she loves it. Good on you for taking the last part of 2017 and becoming a maker. I'm a maker. All right, sounds good. So let's make some noise, Chris. What are we talking about? We're talking about Facebook. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I never thought I'd Bizarro say that. Bizarro Land called. They want their prints back, Chris. Yeah. Please explain. All right, so here's the deal, folks. Uh, so as as a technologist, I uh, have a freelance business that I'm uh, as of 2011. For the past six years, I've been a freelance computer technologist. You can find out all about that on chrispal.co. Yes, uh, I've I've said to myself, self. 
my business name that I've been operating under for the past six years is kind of long as, as you're typing out an email address or, and as you're, especially on mobile, to go to the actual uh, business website, I just, uh, I'm thinking of, it's time to pivot. Huh. And pivot meaning uh, more along a brand, uh, a way to refer to my business. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say the title of what I think it is because I don't want, want one of our listeners to grab it off of uh, <laughs> a, a .com. Uh, Domain registrar. That's right. But uh, I was just thinking, you know, I've had six years of, of business, which I've been very blessed to have a clientele. And... Um, I really haven't done much marketing, okay. and I don't think a lot of people know what I'm capable of okay. as far as being an, a, 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 a professional who can help de-stress your relationship with technology, who can walk with you through those difficult, arduous processes such as buying a new computer or upgrading your phone or streamlining your data or cleaning up your data and mm. get, getting things working so that you don't have a lot of annoyances. And so I had to think of the F word. Yeah, that would be Facebook. Yes. Why? And why? Why? You are the unicorn of like six people that aren't on the big blue bar. I do say Dude. that often. I find that Facebook, uh, as uh, as important as it is for people's social lives to be able to keep in touch with pictures of kiddos and pictures of family. Yeah, that's not and, what Facebook's for. Well, so there is a part of Facebook that uh, will allow you to have a business page. Right. And I think, uh, let's see, there's a billion people on Facebook. Valid. Uh, I would love to be able to have a billion people be able to somehow locate me yeah. and, and should they need computer tech help. True. And I thought, well, I'm considering it, folks. I'm considering it. I haven't done it yet. Uh, but uh, maybe in 2018, there may be some kind of link in the show notes about how you can reach us in which there may be some kind of business name that I'm involved with that, uh, you know, should you want some uh, computer tech assistance or someone to walk along with you, yeah. uh, you might be available. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting because and this is something that you and I've talked about off the, off the air that's kind of a deficit. You can you can have basically a Google listing, a Yelp listing. and Got and, them both, thank you. Yes, of course. And uh, what's interesting about Facebook is if you are in, uh, if you're a business, the only way you can have a business page is if you use a personal profile to start one. And that's kind of a, a downer because like with Messenger, you can be on Facebook Messenger without having a Facebook account. The question I have is, who in Microsoft is going to have the personal account to be able to create the business account? Is yeah. that Mr. Gates, Mr. Balmer? <laughs> yeah. I don't think no, so. No, no, definitely not Balmer. Yeah. But, uh, but the, uh, you know, there is Sachin Nadala, you know? Yes. Nadella. But, like, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> as much as we choose not to talk about uh, the F word... In, in our show, we might have some updates in the near future. Just want to throw it out there. If you have any comments or suggestions as far as how one could uh, guide me in my uh, forays into the land of computer tech, uh, shout us, give us a shout out on Twitter at hashtag Beham, B-H-A-M, as in marvelous podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, uh, or you want to send us a voicemail, go ahead and give us a call at area code 201-731-8324. That's 201-731-TECH. Leave us a voicemail. We'd uh, love to hear your thoughts. Well, speaking of voicemails, we got a listener voicemail. We actually got... Voicemail. 
Is that how that jingle went? It was an offshoot of uh, Technicon Arrive. Uh, I was going to say, I, th- I think you, you messed that one up. Uh, we still are looking for a, a intern for Jingle Ship. If anybody is looking to do jingles for the show, please do, uh, contact us on Twitter. 201-731-TECH. <laughs> Let uh, us know. If we, you've got a musical voice, we'd love to have you. <laughs> we so need a better jingle. Anyway, what are you trying to say? Uh, no, no, no. It, it, it could be better. Anyway, uh, let's, let's just cut to the voice. Let's just cut to the voicemail. Hello, gentlemen. I am a huge fan of the show. Listen all the time. I uh, recently heard your snippet on Craigslist and uh, offer up, and I wanted to offer up my own suggestions for that. Somebody had mentioned to be once that a great meetup place for uh, holiday exchanges and such on Craigslist for presents is actually in front of the police department. It generally makes the selling party more comfortable and the buying party as well, uh, just because if anything does go uh, weird, you're right there in front of the police department anyway, and it's a lot safer than meeting up at a Starbucks parking lot or anywhere else. Anyway, I just wanted to offer up that uh, Samaritan tidbit. Uh, Love the show. Keep it up. Awesome idea. Yes, as we talked about uh, how you're eliminating some goods from your from your life, always got to be sure. Uh, always got to be safe. And uh, the police station uh, here in town or whatever town you might be at, that's a pretty safe spot. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, it, we all talk about, like, the we joke, actually, about Craigslist being like, hey, hey, you want to buy a watch? Mm-hmm. It's really sketchy. Like, just because you want to save a couple of shekels on some Ugg boots or whatever, you know, you shouldn't have to meet in a back alley to some guy that's like, hey, hey, you want some Ugg boots? Yeah, exactly. That that could be a precarious situation. And yeah, totally. I mean, just who is going to do anything illegitimate in front of the, the popo? Well, <laughs> you're within shouting distance. So thanks again, yeah. uh, caller. And thanks again for referring to us as gentlemen. We do appreciate yeah. that. Uh, so anyway, let's go back to uh, that F word I was talking about earlier. Uh, Facebook? Yes, that one. Okay. Uh, so there's some uh, interesting developments with uh, Facebook and, and how to deal or how it uh, pertains to children. Yeah. So uh, earlier this week, Facebook announced uh, that if you have a wee ones and they're under, because I believe the terms of service, you have to be over the age of 13 uh, to be able to open up a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. However, the youths, uh, Facebook has started to get more youths under 13 uh, wanting to use their service. And so to abide by COPA, which I believe is or I should have looked it up before the show, uh, something protection agency. Please see our show notes for actually what COPA means. <laughs> what, what COPA means. Uh, they uh, enabled the ability for parents to basically friend the parents of your wee one's uh, friends so that they can have access through your Facebook to have their own little messenger profile so that they can message back and forth. I don't know how I feel about this, Chris. Like, this is this is a bit, for me, it's a bit ridiculous. Like... There is, uh, first of all, if you have like an eight year, like, or eight, maybe I'm, maybe I'm disconnected. Okay. Admittedly, my, my wee one is, you know, only still measured in the months. So he does not have a phone, nor does he have, you know, any connection or understanding what the internets are yet. But do, like, does an eight year old need to Facebook somebody? So I got two thoughts. I want to know which to under 13 year olds that they pulled to which they said, yes, I want Facebook. From what I'm seeing, it's Instagram and Snapchat. Well, yeah, because the olds, the olds are using the, the Facebook from what I understand. I'd love to see the, the research on that uh, report that Facebook says, yes, we want to have 
the youngins, they, they want their Facebook. And I kind of feel like this is their little land grab of, oh, well, maybe if they have access to it, they'll just get used to the Facebook. And when they grow up, they'll just stay in our ecosystem. So I think we ha- we've had, as, uh, you know, this discussion as parents about what's the appropriate age to give a kid their device. Right. However, some parents may, I can, I can see through the perspective that some parents may want to have their kids be able to post their thoughts for uh, the parents' friends group to be able to go, oh, isn't that cute? And get some early affirmations of likes for... See, I, I guess that's my problem. Like, you and I have talked about the fact that uh, when as a creative, and you make something, you put it online, there is this, like, little euphoric thing of, like, how many likes did I get on this piece of content? Like, I don't know. It, it's, it is... Pavlovian or it is an addiction, you get a little bit of a hit of, ooh, I did something cool. I don't know. Like, I don't think I want children introduced to that at that age. I just, I think it's a get them hooked young type of mentality. I just don't like it. Uh, just a reminder, folks, the views expressed on the Bellingham podcast are not anyone else's but AJ Barsays <laughs> and Chris Powell's. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I would agree with you. I think it's a, I'm, I'm going to go with, you know, Putting all of my biases against Facebook aside, I think it's a, a way for them to try to commodify and to try to grab more information about emerging uh, users or sure. emerging people in this world to try to get data. Mm-hmm. It's got to stop sometime. Yeah. And it's, it's going to reach a point where we're like, what the heck? I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading articles about how people are taking social media hiatuses. Is that the correct? Uh, Hiatusi. Hiatusi. Sure. Hiatuses. Uh, could be. But anyway, <laughs> uh, do, do, your mileage may vary. Choose your path wisely. Uh, think about things. That's, I think, the main thing. Critical thinking. Yeah. It eludes us in society. Uh, folks, as you have an opportunity to get your child a Facebook account, think about it. What could happen? Because I was thinking about it from a logistical standpoint. Like, if let's say let's say my son hits elementary school, and I remember doing this in elementary school, he had a pen pal. Mm-hmm. Now in today's day and age, you do not have to send it international uh, postage, and I get that a lot of schools have email, you know, and it, they're mm-hmm. they're you know secured email and all this other jazz. And I, I it's funny, I don't have a problem with that, but I have a problem when it's a platform like, it, and it doesn't have to be the big blue bar. This could have been Google. This could have been any of the the bigs. I just have a problem with it. I guess maybe the way that they, they announced it. I don't know. I just something for me, it just seems like a marketing ploy. And I, I just, I don't know. It just didn't sit well with me. It's okay. I, I, I would be, agree with you that it's okay for school districts to have uh, email uh, for kids because that's part of, you know, the, the kids yeah. are enrolled in the school district and our taxpayer dollars are helping fund these public schools. Um, should there be any kind of outside uh, FERPA violations of family privacy, uh, what businesses are getting your kids' data? I know, and that's—I guess—that's the part that drives me a little bon- bit bonkers. And I don't know. Uh, it just—it ra- it raised a red flag for me. I just wanted to bring it up here. Let's let, let's keep the conversation going on Twitter. If you like, folks, let us know. Happy to uh, engage with you if you want to engage with us. But yeah, it's—it it was a topic that caught our eye, and that's uh, something we need to uh, address. There's there is one thing that I do know that the kids are all about. 102.3 FM, KMRE, low power, community radio here in Bellingham, Washington. You can hear us on Thursdays around 9 a.m. and Saturdays around 1.30 p.m. Thanks for listening, kids. We appreciate you. (laughs) So what else is going on? Uh, Well, this has been a kid-centric show. This is your topic. Talk to me, small fry. Oh, well, yes. So, (laughs) I, you know, last episode we were talking about... uh, 
trying to come up with experiences versus yeah. uh, stuff for the Christmas holiday. And, you know, I, I want to at least use my uh, presence as a voice in the community and a voice on the Internet to at least uh, point out some companies that are doing really good things for kids. Uh, we are for the kids. We, yeah. got, we got kids. And uh, here in Bellingham, I wanted to... Uh, publicize or give a shout out to three nonprofits here in town, and we have uh, quite a few nonprofits, but and they're all worthy of your attention. But I wanted to highlight three in particular that are doing what they can to try to make kids' lives better and to potentially help make their Christmases better. This is the Chris Powell Sandlot. That's uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, up first, there's a, a nonprofit that's been around since 1989 called Lydia Place. Lydia Place uh, believes that every family deserves a home. Uh, they're a Bellingham-based nonprofit, and what they do is they help with housing case management and uh, parenting support, behavioral health counseling uh, for those that are homeless and are living with, you know, uh, perhaps single parents that are living with their kids in a car, perhaps. They get them housing. And in this Bellingham market, less than 1% vacancy rate, uh, sometimes these folks have come upon, uh, come upon hard times and they don't have the, they don't meet the minimum requirements to get approved for being able to rent. They work with uh, property management in Bellingham and housing authorities. Uh, I, I, my wife and I believe in Lydia Place. Uh, we think they're the goods, if <laughs> you will. The goods. And I just wanted to uh, give a shout out. Uh, Google Lydia Place Bellingham. Check them out. Uh, they, they are worthy uh, of your end-of-year donations. If you have some end-of-year cashola fundage to be able to de d donate to a worthy cause, uh, or if you want to give a donation in someone's name for a gift, you're helping out this community, and we're, you know, they're working to end homelessness one family at a time. Uh, number two, uh, there's a, a nonprofit called Blue Skies for Children. Uh, they, they believe that uh, their motto is raising hope and self-esteem in young hearts and minds. I kind of like that because self-esteem is a rarity nowadays True. in society. But what do, what do Blue Skies for Children do other than give you a picture of blue skies and kids playing in a, in a field? Uh, they sponsor children in programs to enrich their lives. So you know those school field trips, right? Yeah. They cost money. Right. And uh, the school doesn't necessarily uh, foot the bill for all of these don't field get all trips. The fundage. Exactly. It, to play soccer, to play sports, it costs money for the fees, the equipment that goes along with it, to, for, for music lessons, for swimming, uh, martial arts, art lessons, dance, name it. Uh, Blue Skies for Children helps give kids in, in, in the need uh, and families in need a chance to have these experiences. Can't say anything wrong about that. I, really? I totally agree with uh, what they have going on. They support, uh, like I said, the school trips and they just recently came up with a, a back to school backpack program. Mm. You know, it's, it's one thing we talk about gear and we talk about our bags, bags and <laughs> we are blessed to have careers that can elicit uh, some cashola that we can dedicate to be able to, to do that. Uh, at the start of school, all kids want to have some uh, new shiny uh, pencils, uh, crayons, the crayons, uh, binders, paper, and a, and a backpack that's not <laughs> beat to tar. Shreds. Yeah, and by the end of the school year, like I did when I was growing up, as as well as I did. Yeah. Do do check out Blue Skies for Children on the web. Uh, I encourage you to uh, take a look and uh, partner up with them if you are so led.
And so number three is uh, Skookum Kids. And uh, I, you got to love the name, right? Skookum. That's right. Uh, Skookum Kids, based in Bellingham here, they are caring for foster kids in Whatcom County, not just Bellingham. Uh, it's a volunteer staff facility. I mean, they can't do this on their own. There are people that... Uh, got that, big hearts. The big hearts. And they are the heroes among us, most definitely. They're helping care for children transitioning into foster care. Oh, wow. This is a topic that doesn't really make a lot of headlines. It doesn't get its own reality TV show, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is important, critical stuff. They work with caseworkers to find the right long-term solution for these kids. They work with the foster parents. And uh, I, I, I didn't know about this term, but it's called respite care providers. Hmm, interesting. E- everyone needs a break sometime. Uh, go on, you know, good on these respite care providers. Uh, this year, Skookum Kids recently bought Perch and Play, that uh, place you might have drove by on State Street. Yeah, 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 they yeah. use it to host events like po- uh, Foster Parents Night Out. What a wonderful cause to be able to help out these amazing people that are opening their homes and opening their hearts and opening their lives to be able to help a youngster that needs a family. How could you not be uh, compelled to support Scoopin Kids in addition to Blue Skies with Children and Lydia Place? There are many more folks. There are many more yeah. in Bellingham. And, and you and I talked about it off the mic. Like we wanted to do something that was local, not like the gargantuans, you know, there's, there are the big, the big efforts and the the big causes and they get the big dollars, but these are more, regardless of how you see the city of subdued excitement, we're really a small town. We are a small town and we're, we're all about community yeah. and uh, there are those that get the spotlight and, and they're doing great work. Absolutely. Don't get us wrong. But I also want to raise awareness for some other incredibly worthy causes because at this time of year and oh, by the way, all year round, they're available to accept donations, folks. Right. Like tax return time or an extra uh, end of year bonus for your uh, paycheck if you are so lucky to get one in your workplace. You know, you pay it forward, you help out, and I think you might get a pretty good feeling inside that might counteract other areas that we're watching on the TV or on the internet that might not give us such a good feeling. Yeah. So anyway, that's my soapbox. Uh, Thank you very much for your attention with that. Uh, But that's, uh, I wanted to think about uh, how can we improve kids' Christmases and lives uh, in this upcoming season. I think you hit that out of the park, Smalls. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be killing you, Smalls, but yeah, Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll take a crack at that one. Okay, well, I believe right now I, there's some tech that caught our eye. Dun, 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 dun. Tech that caught our eye. Yeah. So what's the tech that caught our eye, AJ? <laughs> so I have two bits. Uh, one is Seiko, that wonderful place that we talk about in Japan. We're fans. Uh, we are fans, and we have a lot of listeners. As I, I showed you our stats recently, we have a lot of listeners in Japan. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, arigato. Um, so... Yeah, so Seiko made an announcement very quietly that they had uh, some new watches, and there was two places they got the scoop, Titan Time, and I believe Warren and Wound broke the news on, on, on both of these announcements. One is I showed you the, I believe they're calling it the Night Diver. It is the uh, the SRP uh, 777, or uh, 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 SRP 777-77X. Uh, commonly referred to as the Turtle, except it is... Chris Powell approved. It's it's a it's a big watch. 
It's black. I like black. It is all black. I'm liking the the blackouts. Yeah, it's yeah. it's totally a blackout. They use some uh, kind of what we commonly refer to as an aged looking loom. Uh, it looks really skookum. Uh, and they did a whole bunch of other ones too. They did one of their uh, their solar powered ones. Their solar chrono- uh, chronograph got a, a blackout, and uh, there's a three hander that got a blackout. I can't remember the designators, but. Uh, that's really cool. The other thing is there are, and these are all what's called uh, JDM, Japanese domestic models. So we don't know if they're going to come abroad, but uh, they also announced SRPC 35, and then there's uh, different designators. These are what the community of Seiko Holics are calling the baby turtle. Uh, they're basically the size of uh, an SKX 007, but it has more of the DNA of the SRP 777, where uh, a little bit more of a cushions case. It uh, the the dial is is a hybrid of like if an SKX and a turtle hung out together on a, a long weekend on a boat, and uh, it's a diver. It's uh it's going to be a 200 meter uh probably ISO. Uh, we don't know a lot yet. Uh, certified uh, watch, meaning that you know it is an actual dive watch. It's part of their Pro Specs line, which means it gets a little extra treatment. What's interesting about it, we don't have uh, we don't know how much it's going to be, but the movement in this thing is the 4R35 caliber, which uh, has just a date, no day. It has a cyclops, so it actually pops off. Kind of, uh, kind of gives it more of a Rolexy feel. You know, if you if you're familiar with the the Rolex Submariner, what I find interesting is a lot of people are calling it the baby turtle, and why'd they do this and what I kind of, and I haven't heard this anywhere else on any other watch blogs, but here's my conjecture. The SKX 007, the SKX, which isn't a Prospex, it's not a Seiko 5, and that's kind of their two main lines. If it's not uh, Prospex, then it's a, a Seiko 5. We have an SKX that's been in production, I had to look it up, it's been in production for about 20 years. The watch that you and I beloved and everybody in the community loves. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have that moniker. It's not a Prospex. And it's not a Seiko 5. Could this be Seiko's possible stopping of production of the SKX line? That's a very good question. Or could it be that they are continuing on some other feature that they can kind of fork or go off in, a, in a, another direction that would carry them into the 2020s? Yeah, well, and I, I think the telling thing for me here is the 4R35 caliber, you know, the 7S26 movement, which is what's in that and also in my uh, SNK807, you know, it is, it's not hacking, it's not hand winding. The, the, the 4R35 is, you know, it's a better, it's a more updated movement. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not trying to, to draw a, a bad technology analogy, but in, in watch terms, like the 7S, uh, the movement in the SKX, it's kind of like saying you're running Windows 7. You know, it's, it's a great operating system, rock solid and stable, but it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just, I just found it interesting. Um, if they do do away with the SKX, if this replaces it, you know, they're beginning, uh, arguably this would probably be a beginning diver's watch, has no day feature, which is something I like, but that's kind of reserved for the Seiko 5s. The Seiko 5s typically have day dates. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Seiko's been doing a lot. I kind of feel like Seiko's been doing a lot of pruning and, and like the Grand Seiko line got split off of Seiko. I think they might 
I mean, it would be smart business sense. Other sure. than the fact, it would it would make a community kind of peeved because you know everybody wants and and owns an SKX. Well, no one likes change, and yeah. no, and everyone likes things the way they've been. Right. And so here's a, a new technology. I mean, there's a we can always talk about other areas of technology that people squawked at. Yeah. Uh, when it first occurred, and then all of a sudden it's commonplace. Yeah. So as we're on episode sixty right now, and as we're approaching two thousand eighteen. We will continue to provide you uh, some interesting bits and news about watches and everyday carry gear and uh, technology. And, and local. And local uh, Bellingham-related uh, matters. I, I got a couple uh, uh, things up my sleeve for, for you on two, in 2018. I got a couple uh, ideas up my sleeve, and uh, we'll stay tuned because there could be some fun times yeah. uh, in the in the future for the Bellingham podcast. In addition, we're going to talk about bags. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, whatever we feel like because we don't have any sponsorship. Well, the show is sponsored by you and me. It's sponsored by us, yes, and 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 the work that we do for that. Anyway, uh, but uh, I look forward to. The next 60 episodes, we've hit another mini milestone, AJ. Yeah, pretty good for only <clears throat> you wanted one show. Yeah, I know, exactly. And and as with every mini milestone, I get to eat my words again. <laughs> so thank you for the reminder of that every 10th episode. I'm You're sure welcome. on the 100th. slowed down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, stay tuned uh, in 2018 uh, for a whole lot of uh, improvements and such. Yeah. So that wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on the Google Play, on the SoundCloud, on iTunes, or wherever the heck else you like to listen to us, including Chris's favorite. Tune in with a new logo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Chris, with a new logo. <laughs> uh, tune in radio. You can also find us on the air here locally in Bellingham, Washington on Camry 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm AJ Barce. And Merry Christmas. I am Chris Powell. Thank you again once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Are there any other holidays? In the, there's Hanukkah. What, what other ones Kwanzaa. are there? Kwanzaa. Um, um, Boxing Day. Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. Yeah. Um, and New Year's Eve. Well, and then there's New Year's Eve. That's my favorite holiday. Really? Yeah. Party on. Yeah, party on, dude. <laughs>